Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Late Night Discussions with Dakota and Cassidy. Um, it is just Cassidy today because Dakota is working longer hours this week, and unfortunately, it's taken some of the time away from doing our podcast, so it's just going to be me today. So, I mean, I do all the talking pretty much anyway, so it's not like it really changes much of it. So, I am sitting here with my Starbucks in my kitchen with the kids on the tablets, and we are going to be doing this podcast today. So, hold on, let me take a sip. Okay, so... Today, I thought that I would channel um, something that is a little bit like passionate to me. And what I'm passionate about is something that I struggled with for a very long time. Um, Body imagery and positivity um, is something that I am learning. And we're going to go ahead and discuss that today. And I'll give you the whole 411 on why that's important to me. Um, but first, if you have not followed us on Instagram, we do definitely encourage you to go do that. We don't have a whole lot of a, fo- of a following on there, but we do have a good amount of people. But we still want to see our community grow and we want to get suggestions and we want to be able to give you all sneak peeks and updates and everything like that. And we do that all over on our Instagram, which is at late night discussions podcast. You can direct message us. You can like and follow our posts. You can listen to um, sneak peeks of the podcast that we're going to be putting out. Cause we put like a little 30 to 40 second clip in there. Um, I also post random things on the stories. Um, you'll find out what the next episode is going to be. Um, if you go over and follow us on Instagram, so be sure to do that. We do also have a Twitter. I don't really use it that much, but if you do want to follow us, it is at late night discussions podcast. I believe still, um, you can find, uh, our logo on there. If you just type it in, we do also have a website. If you type in on Google late night discussions podcast, you will see it pop up. And then, um, if you click on it, you'll be able to see all of the platforms that we do our podcast on. You'll also see um, the story of the creators on there, and then it'll take you to our Instagram and Twitter page as well. Okay, so let's get started on the actual topic, which is body imagery. So for the longest time, um, well, I grew up in the 90s, right? So I was born in 91, and going from the 90s to the early 2000s, um, a lot of body imagery was mainly all about how to lose weight. And if you didn't look a specific way, like if you weren't a size zero or a double zero or a two or even a four, you were considered fat. And for me growing up, I was always like an eight, like a six to an eight. I don't remember the last time I ever fit my butt into a size eight, but that's what I was in like, you know, middle school and high school. And those were the times that having a great body was the best because growing up in that kind of an era, you were only taught that your sexuality was all that you had to offer. So your body was the only thing that was, um, that needed to be worked on. Like, fuck your personality. Nobody needs to, to worry about that. You need to look great for guys. 
And that was the mantra that was always like banged into our heads, especially as teenage girls, because when you grow up with idols such as Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and the Spice Girls and, and other girls that are confident with putting their sexuality out there and saying that I'm sexy and they have a body type that you don't have, you're constantly trying to do something to be better and you see that guys like them and like how they look and they like that particular body type and you're you're like, oh, well, I guess if that's the only way that I'm going to get a boyfriend or if I'm going to get married, then I'm going to have to do that. So, <clears throat> so I grew up in that particular era where it was cool to not eat. So like if you had like a Diet Coke for breakfast, lunch, and then you just binged at dinner time, um, that was like the acceptable thing. And so many women, and I don't know about men too, because I don't hear a lot about it from the men's point of view, but you know, I'm sure there is. But as far as the women's point of view goes, that was like the top time for eating disorders. So you had a lot of anorexia, you had a lot of bulimia, you had a lot of binge eating, you had a lot of different like mental disorders and eating disorders because of the fact that society said, hey, ladies, especially teenage girls, you don't want to look natural. You know, you don't want to look like yourself because guys don't go for that. We want you to look as thin as possible with your hip bone sticking out and your ribs sticking out. And we want you to have straight blonde hair with blue eyes. And if you don't have that, then you're basically going to be alone and die forever. Or I'm sorry, I said that backwards, die alone, right? Uh, (laughs) And live or live alone forever. So, you know, growing up in that time frame, I... I am a, I am by nature a thicker woman. Now I'm not in, in any means fat because if anybody has followed our Instagram page, you can tell that I'm not a hundred percent like overweight. I just have curves, you know, especially after having children, I have curves, but even growing up, I've had, um, you know, larger breasts and a larger hip area and a larger, larger legs, larger butt, and larger feet. I'm a size, I, I think I was growing up in a size nine shoe and that was pretty big um, for, for a girl, especially in the school that I was going to where all the other girls were teeny tiny. So, um, oh my gosh, the Starbucks is amazing. I needed this today. Um, and I got made fun of a lot in school for that, you know, just by having natural boobs, natural curves. Um, you know, I got, I got attention from boys, which I thought was amazing, but at the same time I was told that I was a little bit too, too big for them. Um, and the girls in my school would call me like a slut and a whore because of the fact that I grew my boobs earlier. I mean, I was only in like seven or eighth grade and, my boobs popped out. No more trading bra for me. I was in a 34 C and all the other girls were like, Oh, she's just a whore and a slut. And then therefore I thought, Oh, you know, 
maybe I shouldn't have these features. And then I tried to do everything I could to like either hide the features or whatever. I mean, there was a time that I went to school for an entire year where I wore nothing but a baggy sweatshirt to school. Um, and that was because I was so, so scared about what people thought about how I looked. And I mean, I just, it was, it was really a difficult time. And, you know, growing up as well, when your mom struggled with an eating disorder, my mother, um, was anorexic for the longest time because on her side of the family, um, obesity is hereditary. She does have a father that is obese. Um, and then I think his side of the family is all obese as well. Um, her brothers are also struggling with obesity. Um, I don't know anymore now though, because I think maybe my uncles have either lost a ton of weight. I don't know. Um, but I know that my mom definitely struggled with her confidence because her mother would tell her you're too fat. You know, you need to lose weight. You need to do this and that and the other. And then when she tried to join the military, the military, I guess, laughed her out of the office and said that she was too big, even though she was about the size that I am, maybe even smaller than I am as of right now. So she went on an anorexic uh, a couple years and that really messed with her brain a lot to the point where when she was raising me, she tried her best to protect me from all of the negative things that could possibly be said to a young girl. So when she saw that I was either eating too much sugar or if I was having too much pasta or if I was, if I was gaining a little bit of weight, like in my stomach or my legs or something, she would definitely say something to me. She would, you know, make it known that it was important for me to be healthy and it was important for me to lose the weight because I didn't want people to make fun of me. And I, I just didn't know what to think about that. And my mom still calls herself big, even though she is like a hundred pounds, you know, and it just, um, it makes, it makes life hard when you have a mother that is not confident in her own self and you're trying to grow up and find who you are and everybody is telling you that you're supposed to be somebody else. And then you look towards your mom who's raising you and your mom as well as saying, you know, you're not supposed to look like that. You're supposed to be thin. You're supposed to be like this and that and the other. And so growing up with that mindset, it was really difficult for me to be confident. So I had a lot of um, self-hatred issues and a lot of body image issues. And I also had body dysmorphia. So if anybody doesn't know what body dysmorphia is, basically when you look in the mirror and your body looks a specific way, your brain enhances or reduces spots of your body that make it look like it's either too big or too small. So like for me, for example, um, for my stomach, um, it may be smaller than what I thought it was. And then when I looked in the mirror, I saw like a 200, 300 pound person. 
So I, I struggled with that for the longest time and I still struggle with it today. Uh, but just not as much because I'm going into my 30s and anybody in their 30s will tell you that giving a fuck about what people think anymore is out the door. <laughs> you don't really care very much anymore because of the simple fact that you have probably been through the hardest part of your life. I will say being a teenager and into your early uh, 20s is probably a really hard time in your life because you are still developing, like your frontal lobe is still developing, your decision making is is not on point, like you're you're still trying to figure out who you are. And when you have people screaming at you about who you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to look like, mental health disorders, eating disorders are not uncommon when it comes to that. You know, you can't even go to like um, a magazine, like you can't even pick up a magazine without a model being on there saying how you need to lose weight to look like her or, you know, people saying, oh, I got my body back after having my baby like within three weeks. It's just, it's not realistic to, to look at it like that. So growing up like in that particular time frame when everything was thrown at you about how you're supposed to look, um, yeah, it was, was definitely hard. Um, and I think some of the things that help me now finding my confidence is, um, wearing what I want to wear. Cause back in the day, um, wearing low rise jeans, uh, was the thing. And I never had the confidence to do that because I would always have spillage, you know, like I would have love handles and things like that. And I just didn't want to get made fun of. Um, and I also had really large boobs. Um, so trying to find, shirts that would, I guess, accentuate, how do you say that? Accentuate them, um, was the best, the best that I could do. Because again, um, you were, you were implanted with this thought as a teenage girl that, um, your sexuality was the only, only thing that you had to offer. You know, even if you were the smartest person on the planet, if you didn't have, a specific look, you were worthless. I think what helps me now is looking back on that and realizing how dumb that was. And I think what also helps me now is the fact that there are people, women, men, um, that are putting themselves out there for the world to see. And they're like, this is what natural beauty is. This is what a woman looks like. She has rolls. She has stretch marks. She has pimples on her butt. She has pimples on her face. She has big pores. She has unkempt hair. She can, you know, she can do this and that and the other and still be beautiful. And I think that really like that particular type of message, especially to young girls now is so important because it just it, it, it does things for them that it never did for any of us growing up. You know, body positivity was never an option. Changing yourself, 
reinventing yourself, having plastic surgery, um, starving yourself to look like a particular model, to be sexy enough for men that don't matter was what we had to go on. And I, I feel like that that's just completely unfair. So I'm a little bit envious of this generation growing up with so much diversity and body positivity and all that. But at the same time, being in my 30s, having three kids and my body changing so much to the point where I don't look like I did at all when I was in high school, the body positivity movement affects me as well. Because now I can finally be open about how I look. And I think it helps too that I'm not in a toxic relationship. If anybody has heard our first or well, I guess our first or second episode, I guess you would say about past trauma in current relationships. If you've not heard that, it's a really deep and dark story on both of our parts. Um, but if anybody has heard that, you'll know that I was in a very toxic relationship in my last marriage. Um, he was very, um, judgmental when it came to the way that I looked. I mean, he had to like me in the beginning somehow. Um, so I guess I was skinny enough or good enough for him then. But then when he knocked me up and my body changed, he would tell me all the time that I was fat. I was ugly. I was, I needed to, to get back to the way that I was for him to be attracted to me. And my brain could not figure out that that was toxicity. It, it was just like, you know what? He's right. I need to get back into shape. And I did everything that I could for that man who doesn't even matter now. And I think the, the thing that helps me is that my husband currently, um, he is in love with every single bit of me. It doesn't matter if I have extra skin from my pregnancies. It doesn't matter if I have stretch marks. It doesn't matter if I have cellulite on my legs and my ass. It doesn't matter if my if I'm not wearing any makeup or if my hair's up in a bun and I haven't washed it for two days. He is 100% on board with anything that I want to do. I think the only two rules is don't shave your head and don't dye your hair pink. And don't get any tattoos that are stupid. But um, other than that, he's like, be you, be what you want to be, be who you are, be crazy, be open about you, and don't care what other people think. And, you know, he won't tell you this, but he struggles with body positivity too, because he's got that dad bod, which everybody knows is the best bod. But men struggle with that too, because, um, I think back in the day when it was like, when we were in high school or even in our twenties, when you went to the mall, the first thing that you would see and smell would be fucking Hollister or Abercrombie and Fitch, right? So when you would go over there, you would see a shirtless model in the front and they would have washboard abs and all of their advertisement was a guy with washboard abs and a skinny girl in a bikini. And that was the epitome of what you should look like. And he grew up in that, in that same era as I did, where having huge biceps and a, and a set of six pack abs was the sexy thing to do or, and be and look like. 
and he was never really able to obtain that. And so he struggles with, with the fact that he has, um, a little extra weight on him as well. But I continuously tell him that he is gorgeous the way that he is and he shouldn't worry about it, but that's just the era, right? That's the era we grew up in with the fact that you're not good enough. The, the whole motto for the 90s kids was you're not good enough. You need to change so that society thinks that you're beautiful or, or sexy or handsome or hot or whatever. And I just think that that's wrong. And I just, I, I just want to give a huge middle finger to all of the marketing teams that decided that that was a really great idea. Um, I want to give a huge middle finger to all the people who decided that they were going to um, applaud eating disorders and applaud mental health disorders that make you feel like you're not good enough. And I just, I, I can't, I can't deal with that. And I'm so glad that the world is changing. I'm so glad that the world is changing because it, I mean, if we were to stay in the same place, I'm sure that there would be more suicides because people are just, the depression is real, especially during this pandemic. And that's the thing too, is people are gaining weight in the pandemic, right? But that's just how it is. Like your body changes over time. Take care of it. Yeah. Eat healthy, drink water, exercise, do what you need to do. But in a global pandemic, you can't make fun of people when they're, when they're going through something like that. I mean, we're all, we're all going through it. So, um, so now I am still struggling with self-hatred and body positivity the, the thing about it is when you have a mental disorder, like anxiety and depression and, um, body dysmorphia and stuff like that, it doesn't go away over overnight. You know, your, your confidence doesn't just shoot out of your, out of your mouth and spill all over your body just overnight. Um, it's something that you have to work on. So the way that I work on it is if I feel confident enough, I will take pictures of my body. I will take pictures of me in my underwear. I will take pictures of me in an outfit or um, nude and I will keep them for myself. Or if I'm feeling great, I'll send them to my husband. Um, Either that or if it's appropriate enough, I'll post it on my personal Instagram stories or my page. And I have gotten a lot of feedback on that. Um, You know, I get a lot of people who comment, why do you want to show your body off to people? Why do you feel like it's necessary for you to take pictures and put it on your Instagram with you wearing nothing but a sports bra in your, in your uh, leggings after you've worked out? Why do you think it's necessary for you to take a picture of your bathing suit? You know, but would they be saying that if I was in the type of shape that they want me to be in? If I had, you know, a thinner stomach, if I had um, thinner arms, if my hair was a different way, would they be saying that? Who knows? But, you know, uh, my clapback is, um, it's my page, my Instagram. I can post what I want. If you're coming at me and telling me that good luck with, you know, finding a job later on in life. Well, here's the thing. If somebody who is 15 years old can get on TikTok 
and wear almost nothing and twerk on a TikTok for everybody to see um, and they're able to get a job when they turn 18, I think I'm okay. And if an employer wants to discriminate against me by looking at my Instagram page and saying, oh no, she posts body positivity posts on her Instagram, I'm not going to hire her, then okay, whatever. I don't need that job. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Okay. And my Instagram is private. So an employer is not going to see it anyway. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, so yeah, so I'll do that for myself. Um, either that, or I will, um, just kind of stand there in the mirror and look at myself. Um, or if I'm not feeling hundred percent great, I'll turn on some really good music and I'll dance to it, um, by myself or with my kids. Um, some days are harder than others. You know, there's days that Dakota and I will watch a movie and there's a beautiful woman in it and she's scantily clad or completely nude. And I'll get really upset because, you know, why can't I be blessed to look like that? And, um, he's, he's such a great support system and he's like, you don't have to worry about that. I love you the way that you are. But the anxiety in my head is like, what if he's just saying that? You know, what if he actually wants a woman that looks like that and settled for me? But I know that that's not the case because literally we're the same person, just different genders. <laughs> um, and uh, it's just, sometimes it's really hard. You know, you want to cover yourself up. You want to hide away. You want to do everything that you can to just slink into a dark, deep corner because you're just, you feel like you're just not good enough. You know, you, you constantly look in the mirror and you body check and you make sure that you look good. And if you don't look good enough, you just, you just want to basically cut off your stomach. You know, I've even looked into coal sculpting and liposuction and thought about spending part of our tax money, um, to go and do that. But when you really sit and think about it is losing weight and looking a specific way, the most important thing in life is body having a, a great body and nice boobs and a nice butt and the nice hair and constantly wearing makeup. Is that really what life is about? Or is life about loving your family, loving life, loving yourself and doing whatever makes you happy. I, I think that life is what you make it. There's no purpose to your life if you don't make it something. So constantly worrying about how you look is just wasting time from all of the great things that you could be doing with friends and family. And I know, I mean, all of that. I know that people struggle with depression and I know that it can get, get really hard to get up in the morning, go and do something. I know, trust me, I've been there. So I guess my advice, you know, for people who are struggling is just take it one day at a time, you know, find something about you that you love and write it down. Um, what you could do is get like, um, a dry erase marker 
and go into your mirror, like into your bathroom and write on your mirror three things that you love about yourself. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about what you look like. It can be your personality as well. And find something that you're like, I'm proud of myself because I'm able to do this. Or I love this part of my body. I love this part of my personality. You know, I love the way that my hair flips like this or something, just something, you know, find something that, that you're like, I love that about me. Write it down. Take a picture of yourself when you're feeling confident, post yourself. Who cares what people have to say? That shit is not going to matter. What matters is how you feel. And I know that I'm giving this advice. I still struggle with it too. I constantly need reassurance and, you know, somebody to tell me that I'm beautiful. And my husband struggles with that a lot because he never really was the type of um, guy that would say a whole lot of stuff. If it wasn't written down or texted, it's really difficult for him to um, express how he feels. But when he does express how he feels, um, he's definitely my number one fan when it comes to making sure that he, I know that I'm beautiful and that I know that I'm, I'm loved. So that would be the next thing I would say is get a good support system, get a good support group. If you don't have anybody on your side, I'm on your side. Okay. You can direct message me anytime. Um, we'll talk. Um, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to be there. If you want, if you want somebody to be there for you, I'm going to be there because I know what it's like not to have people. I struggle with that still. I don't have any friends in my, in going into my thirties. I don't have any friends and, but I do have a really great support system in my, in my husband. So I would say, get yourself a good support system, talk it out with people, you know, um, live your life the way you want to live your life and fuck everybody else and everything else. So I know this podcast was a little bit different because, you know, Dakota's not here. He's working currently. Um, and I know it was just kind of me rambling on, but I really feel like the way that I, I talk about things, I'm just passionate about them. So if I'm saying one thing and then another and then uh, something random pops up and all that. That's just how my brain works. This particular topic is so important. It really is important. Um, so I, I just I just want everybody to understand that this is coming from an experience, a personal experience from me. And um, if, if you're going through the same thing, I just want to encourage you. Like you're not alone. There's people out there that still struggle. You know, if you're going on Instagram and you see all these girls posting body positivity videos or pictures, guaranteed they're still struggling as well. It takes a lot of effort and confidence to actually put that out there. And for them to say that they're 100% confident is probably not true. The only thing you can do is work on it. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you need to talk to somebody, 
and you don't have a good support system, again, you can always message me on our Instagram page at Late Night Discussions Podcast. Um, We'll have new episodes out every Friday at 8 p.m. And if you have any suggestions as far as what you want to hear for the next couple of episodes, please let me know because I would love to be able to put um, listener suggestions on our podcast just so that we can grow a community and get ourselves out there. Thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and we will see you all next week.